Welcome to the All That's Holy Blue Collar Podcast. Thought-provoking interviews with interesting guests and commentary on everything. Food, sports, God, gardening, church, politics, music, movies, comedy, you name it, we talk about it. I'm Cody Stopper. And this is Craig Morton. On this podcast, we talk to writers, teachers, activists, and we seek some wisdom. And as always, we are allergic to big words, but not to big ideas. Profound things will be said, but entirely by accident. There we go. Hey, Craig! Uh Uh-oh. Are you faking me right now? I can't hear you. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> you fake. So I thought we'd just do a little replay of when we first came on and I couldn't get the sound to work. So, okay. Okay. Really so, give people the full experience yeah. of a Craig. Cody so I'm talk. Craig. I'm the silent one, but Craig. Right now. <laughs> and I'm Cody. Uh, I'm not the silent. I guess I'm not silent. I don't know. Who knows? You know, have you ever thought about this or have you thought about this at all recently? Are you an evangelical? I'm, I mean, technically, no, because I'm I serving. Mean, a, you, you, but you're a Wesleyan. I know, which means what? And you're part of the holiness tradition. Isn't that part yeah. of the, the evangelical movement? So actually, the United Methodist Church, when it was created, because it actually is only, it just turned 50. Few, yeah. yeah, it's only just a few years 50. old. Yeah, <laughs> um, It's younger than me. Yes. And it was crafted by a merging of the Methodist Episcopal Church and the United Evangelical Brethren whoop, in 19, yep. what would it have 50 been? years ago, 1950 years ago. I think 1968. So it was 50 in 2018, I think is what it was. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so yes, uh, evangelical, as it was understood back then, yeah. was one of the underpinnings of the yeah, you know, yeah. I, I I floated a question out on Twitter this last week, wondering if there's better words than evangelical. Yeah. And evangelical, so, remember? Yeah, evangelical, <laughs> evan, evangelical, and so so evangelical comes from um, transliteration of euangelion. Yep, and it's that eu at the beginning of the Greek word. You know, we get the word good from right. you know good, good message, good good news, and good so. Message. That's not the only word for good in Greek. Oh. Uh, there's uh, what agathos. Yeah, that agathos. That sounds um, right. And then there was there's there's several others, and it's like maybe we should have a different, different word for mm-hmm. uh, some other kind of angelion, you know. And so it's <laughs> agathangelion, you know. So agathangelion. <laughs> you know. So how do we how do we change an entire? Uh, tradition of there are i can remember at a time you know wanting to i i like many people i've been i've gone through the whole ringer of like i don't want to be called this instead i want to be called this and uh, or no now i want to i still want to be that but i want to reclaim that that word and uh, whether it be christian evangelical whatever it might be but uh i you know i don't know at some point it became too hard to worry about <laughs> labels yeah, and you know and, and it's but uh, yeah 
Yeah, and so I, I've really tried to figure out: is there a, just a different way to say that? There's good actually news, good a, news a ambassadors, good, good news and a good me- a good message. You know, um, but yes, it just missionaries. We're missionaries. Yeah. So, Maybe. so I, I there's a part of me that do you reclaim that much abused right word, or do you just like okay, it's time to move on? Yeah. And really not put the emphasis on that. Or maybe just define it a little bit more. Like, gosh, if you think you're an evangelical, what do you mean by that? Right. Now, <clears throat> correct me. No, maybe it was fundamentalist, right? The, the actual what we in America call the fundamentalist tradition was started as a reaction to yep. progressive uh, or liberal, um, kind of like the Russian, what's his name? Russian Bush. Walter Rashenbush. Rashenbush, yeah. Kind of that. Yeah, what a great guy. I yes. like that guy. Yeah, exactly. But some people apparently didn't. And so they created yeah. a, and it was, these are the five fundamentals, right? Fundamentals. Wasn't that what it was? Five fundamentals. Yep. of. Well, there were five fundamentals, I believe, but there are also a whole series of books. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I think there's probably a series, I don't know, 12, 15, 20 books called The Fundamentals, where these are really, you know, explored and i i i used to have those on my bookshelf because they looked really cool yeah <laughs> it's like you know it's like it's like the aesthetics of a really good binding you know <laughs> it's like that's yeah, they look scholarly you know so yeah. hey that looks good you were judging but i never opened cover. them i never opened them at all you know but i had this i had these these uh the editions of the fundamentals that i still have them on a box somewhere and i think they're like first edition oh you know, and, wow um but I don't know if that, you know, is that something that should be burned now or, you know, <laughs> just kept left in a box. But, but I, then, you know, am I right then, in thinking historically out of it, the evangelical movement was birthed out of that because they were like, okay, we can agree on these fundamentals, but you're way too harsh or whatever it was. Well, there's right? was definitely that, that. Well, there's definitely that, that. There's also the... Um, Oh, who was the fellow um, hung out with Billy Graham and hung out with um, J.I. Packer? Uh, and he started he started RC Christianity Sproul? today. Oh, no, it's older, older than that. OK, you know, but but started Christianity Today magazine. Right. And then um, that was actually trying to I, I don't know if it was trying to, but it seemed to give it a, a less fundamentalist approach almost a middle way between, I guess the, I think so. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think Billy Graham kind of a, a kind of was that way or tried to be that way a little bit. Yeah. You know, he may have been a fundamentalist, but he didn't um, present that harsh edge of the fundamentalists. He was more palatable in his interactions with others. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Right. Less, less judgy. Yeah. Perhaps. Oh, in fact, I mean, um, even sometimes you can pull Billy Graham quotes and thoughts that almost seem i mean like he had discussions about um you know muslim folk that were like hey you know we do actually you know the same god you know kind of thing but you know that kind well, of well you know and that's and that also shows a real marker i think in the way we talk about this stuff because nowadays it's like oh my gosh you know how that's really radical that he said that but back in the day when he said it, it was probably not a big deal even Christianity Today, there are some of their original articles. You would not find them today in their in that magazine because they would be too um, walk trying to too much to walk the line. Oh, I guess 
Yeah, I think um, I, I I haven't read that magazine uh, regularly for a while, mm-hmm. and I do get the impression that they're you know like anybody else trying to make a living, they're they're walking a fine line. Right. But anyway, that whole thing about the fundamentals, yeah, that emerged nineteen uh, twenties, was it nineteen teens? Yeah, right. But it was it was partly in response to the social gospel movement that it was emerging, which you know back to the holiness tradition, you know, had a strong connection with mm-hmm. with social gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, then um, it also had to do with Scope's Monkey Trial, right, and the Clarence movement Starrow. of the modernists and applying yeah. scientific and sociological studies to you know analyzing the gospels and archaeology and you had all this uh you know critical method being applied to the scriptures rather than taking them at face value right Uh, and and all that the fundamentals were like this is just too much you know we've got science on one hand we got sociology over here we got justice issues and poverty no we'll just let's go somewhere else yeah yep um create another path that that kind of as a as a side note, I wish I could find it, uh, but on Facebook recently, I saw a list of the top 25 uh, worship songs in Christian churches right now. Oh, I saw this. And it was relating it to themes in the Psalms. Right. You know, Scripture. the Hebrew yeah. songbook. Yep. And um, nowhere in the top 25 were there issues of uh, regarding poverty, care for the homeless, Justice. the widow, the o- orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dealing with issues of injustice yep. where, you know, the, the Psalms themselves are filled with that stuff. <laughs> Drenched in it. And, um, you know, it's almost like that move away from some of those aspects. I wonder, was that part of the fundamentalist intention or was it just a kind of a consequence? Mm, that's a good, that's a good question to wrestle with. Part intention. I mean, if you're defining yourself against the social gospel i maybe yeah maybe I mean, it's, well it's like the argument against political correctness yeah right. well right. i don't like political correctness well does that mean you prefer to be incorrect <laughs> you know yes. it's like oh i don't like social justice well then you prefer injustice you right. know i mean and i think it's it's hard to to find the language that i mean i'd like to be compassionate because i've known a lot of decent fundamentalists yeah uh and i've known a lot of really decent evangelicals you know mm-hmm. even capital e evangelicals yeah. oh you know? yeah mm-hmm. um and they'll say those words but they don't live that way they'll say oh i don't like political correctness i don't like social justice stuff but they're not people of injustice right. I, I don't know <clears throat> it makes it really a hard hard um thing they to bought figure it, out sometimes they bought into the cultural war definition of those things i guess yeah, or yeah. yeah or in specifically one side of so like okay well in a lot of respects i align with this fella and he says he's against you know <laughs> whatever he, he these crazy woke social justice warriors so yeah <laughs> I hate that word. I hate that word woke. <laughs> Strike that. Okay. We never edit, but we might have to eliminate that word. It's been overused. So. Do you know, actually, here's the sad thing about that. Do you know where the word, where that idea of woke came from? It was very specific. It oh no, a, I'd like to know that. It was about specifically um, African-Americans used it for themselves to talk about. We are woke to the things like, um, uh, 
systemic racism. It's oh, not right, just right, a, right. yeah. It's been yeah. very specific about that. Not about all everything else. It was very specific. Who first about, used it? I feel like it was in their community. Is what I've heard. Is yeah. what, from what I understand. And so what happened is taking that word away from a community, twisting it, and now it's useless and meaningless. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, not only that. Yeah. It just does. It does further. Um, further insults the community from whom you appropriated mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes anyway whoa oh. speaking of waking up wow so sorry about that sneeze i was trying to hit the mute button and i just didn't get to it in time <laughs> that, that, so, that sounded fake almost man no what is that your I real sneeze, sneeze i whenever yeah that's my real sneeze whenever i get a good sneeze i really like to get some energy behind it and go into a falsetto <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, I love so it. So here's 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 the three Greek words to replace Ooh. e the ev in evangelical. Okay, I like it. Yeah, the first one is uh, already mentioned was agathos. Okay, which means brave, reliable, and competent. <laughs> the brave, competent news. Yeah, I like it. And reliable, <laughs> reliable. It's not Ooh, fake. I like it. Yeah. The other one is esthos. Okay. From which we get aesthetic. Aesthetic. You know? And yeah. so mm -hmm. it's looks, looks and it's good. used generally in Greek on issues of good versus evil. Ooh. And it's ethical issues. So it would be Esthangelion? Esthangelion. Esthangelion. Yeah, that one kind of rolls off the tongue. <laughs> and the last one is Kalos. And it's where we get the, the woman's name, Kayla. Okay. And Kalos means good beautiful and nice there's nothing wrong with nice nice is nice yeah. yeah so it's the nice news as long as it's not milk toast nice. <laughs> yeah no that no, doesn't have to be so so if we could have if we could use those different uh words as prefixes to angelion i like it you know, we we could have reliable news and we could have good versus evil news like, yeah more morally good yeah, morally good and nice. Nice news. <laughs> wow, know, like, I like it. You know, like they got those little TV screens at the at the fuel pumps, you know, and you're filling up your gas and you're watching that whatever it is. Sometimes I forgot what network it is, but this is it's just happy news stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's just it's nice. Yes. And it's uh, chatter. Always cheddar. Yeah, cheddar. Whatever. Yeah, cheddar. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, the cheddar network. And it's like, oh, you know, a puppy was born today. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, that's here's a any, good news story. Here's what to the do with sun your is shining still. Yeah. Uh, I like anyway. that. So a little some, upbeat. Some new 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 words for uh adding into our theological life. I actually I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, man, we like we could write a book about this that we could call it something like the better news and then break it into three portions and have, you know, cause there's nothing actually the evangelical, I mean, as presented typically, I mean, okay. So we're going to announce news. this right now. This is a copywritten idea. We're claiming this one. Yeah. I think we could, man. We could have, it is news. good news. We could have Agathos news and we could talk to somebody as, as part of an interview, you know, on yeah. who's brave. Or reliable or simply competent a competent person would be decent to find yeah because <laughs> i mean yeah. all right so as the uh, the gospel as presented typically in the by the evangelical tra tradition 
is good news should you accept it right i mean it is like okay i'm god's <laughs> it almost not like miranda send... right there yeah. should you choose to accept this right. you know you have it the is, right you to... know, well sure all i got to do is say you know do this thing and i don't have to go to hell i mean that is good news okay but what if we presented better news and then we offer these boom 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 the ooh yeah the cheddar <laughs> <laughs> I think our cheddar don't melt. Yeah. Oh boy. I do think we could do it, man. I think this could be anyway. Oh, that would be good. That'd Mm -hmm. be fun. Yes. So, you know, it's interesting how we, I, 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 I diverted us on this tangent about other (laughs) names for good news, Mm -hmm. but we were beginning to talk, we were going to talk about some other things and that wasn't even one of them. (laughs) I know. One of the things, what do you want? So I would say uh, there's some, there's some, S. S. Longelian news. <laughs> There's S. some Fondale. ethically good positive news. Yes. About the new uh, suicide prevention hotline number. Yeah. Mental health and suicide prevention hotline. Help is available. Suicide and crisis lifeline. 988 24 hour crisis line. Very cool. Yeah. I like and it. So, Keep it simple. Nobody has to figure out what their local one eight hundred number is. That's um, right, nine eight eight. And you mean I? I don't even know what the what our because it, it they they, they tend to be the resources tend to be managed by states, right? <clears throat> and I'm not even sure if each state has its own different one eight hundred number. Uh, I do know for a while the budget was in such bad shape in Idaho for managing the the news about this that the news was not getting out that this even existed. A new hotline, but it launched it, Saturday, right? I think it was Saturday that I saw the news that this yep. is a new thing. Yep. And so I posted that on Facebook and I saw I got a number of shares and other folks got it shared. And so definitely something simple to be put out there. That's awesome. But then again, it's like that 988. I'll have to remember. Well, I, you know, it's like 988. And it, it's like nine one one, but it's not. It's right. It's different. And and why was it not nine two two? I have no idea. Yeah. So <laughs> so so why why why? I wonder what other countries have because you were mentioning what other country had one 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 Australia. Yeah, like emergency? Australia or zero 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 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I yeah, and we kind of looked into the history of that there was it had to do with rotary phones and the way the old system was set up that it had to be well it didn't have to be 911 but it had to start with something other than one and it couldn't be zero and it couldn't be yeah i, I do wonder <laughs> does, does it have anything to do with uh i i i wonder if it has anything to do with any digital technology oh, you know because the old old numbers did have to do with rotary phones right and the ease of dialing or whatever, or the, the protocols necessary for the different numbers and digits to go through. Okay. If you call nine, one, I'm sorry. If you call nine, nine, nine right now, you actually get an operator who will ask oh, really? you, yes, this is what it tells me anyway, who will ask you, Oh, I'm sorry. No, this is in the UK. Oh, <laughs> so if I were to dial nine, 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 right. Now, I don't know what would happen here. I don't know if I want to try. Uh, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> I might, I might get somebody in London wondering, you know, they'll say, <laughs> well, we cannot send an ambulance to your address. But well, so in the NPR article that I'm reading here about 988, it does say 
the reason they're implementing, one of the major reasons they're implementing this is just as you're describing in, when you dial the 1-800 number for your area, oftentimes people were getting busy signals hmm. or getting put on hold for, for long stretches of time. But when you dial 988, you will not get a busy signal. You won't get put on hold. You'll get help immediately. And so they've actually spent in conjunction with rolling out this 988. They've also added um, to beef up mental health facilities hmm. in specific regions and areas. So also <clears throat> the other thing well, too was so this, people... this is this is a national yeah it's uh, a national move yeah where 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 did this come from? I mean, Health and Human Services, or was this part of a, a sliver of a Build Back Better, you know, that, that how oh. it got whittled down? I mean, where did it come from? Oh, that might be, it does say the Biden administration and uh, pumped 400 million. So maybe it was part of that okay. into right. this specific. So yeah, it could be, it could be part of that. It All also right. said that- go, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> it does say, it also in an effort to, to, not get people to call 911 for these reasons because when you do 911 you're going to get an emergency response unit right which right. has and led to some it, problems some some yeah really well because the emergency responders may not be trained in mental health exactly um issues yeah yep yeah exactly yeah well, that's good news yeah it is good news speaking of good news that's great yeah. news 988 everyone put a sticker on your phone or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And eventually it'll probably stick in people's minds, I suppose. But I, again, because of the topic, right. You know, mental health stigma around mental health. I wonder how many people even have a block of like, yeah. not grabbing onto that one, the way people have grabbed onto nine, one, one, nine, one, one. So nine, one, one. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. Well, didn't it, it I, it wasn't the, the, the television show, Emergency 911, remember that show? They made it. I, I think if I remember right, oh. they did it to popularize 911 so that people would. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if you'd want to make a new it. TV show. Well, I don't know if you'd uh, that would be sensitive stuff, right? I mean, that's it all. would be. I mean, but. I'd rather have it be a, a, a drama series uh, rather than a cheesy uh, reality TV show. Yeah, right. That's true. Like now. No, no. Yeah. I was like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Or, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a song in my head that would work for you. It, gonna it's go? like that's not it. Nine eight eight. Keep your mind safe. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Work on the jingle. Uh that's yeah. That, that one's gonna be tough. <laughs> yeah. Nine eight eight. But that's not the everybody. only piece of good news. That's not the only piece of good news. Oh, you know, this more? is going to be our good news episode. Isn't Yay. It? Okay, There's nothing yeah. but good news. Nothing but good news. Let's hear more. Uh, the, other, the, the other good news is the, um, I think this would come under either. Um, I think this might be Kalos. Kalos uh, Gelion. Okay. I think it's uh, good, beautiful, and nice that there could be a tiebreaker in Yay. the major league all-star game. I mean, what will one of the things, the, the all-star games, you know, usually what somebody gets out of their pitches, two innings, they pitch two innings and they just kind of go through the rotation. You know, nobody yep. really plays a whole game. Right. And so by the end of the game, everybody's kind of gone through the whole rounds. And I remember, wasn't there, I think there was like a, a, a game that went to multiple innings in the last few years and they used all the pitchers. That's right. They went through everybody. Exactly. 
it was like, I don't know, 14 innings. It was just went on forever. But by that point, you're kind of like, well, did you really have to throw in, you know, the bat boy to, to pitch? Did you really run out of people? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so, and so the, to institute a ninth inning tiebreaker is such a great idea. And how are they I wouldn't want to see it in the rest of baseball. Cause I think it's really cool when you have some kind of historic 22 inning game yes, that goes cool. you know, for <laughs> kind of cool. 27 hours or whatever that that's kind of cool. <laughs> 27 hours <laughs> well how long is the longest major league baseball game i don't know 27 hours is a day plus three hours so i don't know if it was <laughs> okay that one's okay quickly i'm gonna quickly google that one uh okay ready longest uh 26 innings yeah. So innings wise, 26 innings, but let's see if it notes how long actually time wise. 26 uh, innings takes a little while to get through. It did say the fifth that's inning it. lasted 68 minutes itself. Oh, wait. Oh, that's a different game. That's it's a different game, but, but they're trying, cause they're trying to compare. Is it longest MLB game ever 26 innings. So inning wise that one. And it lasted, it doesn't say how long it lasted. I know. Yeah, that's weird. Come on! Through this. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm reading through this article and, uh, you know, the average game, it says, you know, through the 2000s is a three hour game. Yeah. But that doesn't really break it down for innings. No. I wonder if this one they didn't do because they, does uh, they, Maybe they weren't keeping track of time back then because it was back in. Well, maybe, maybe, yeah, they maybe they didn't have clocks back then. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> they didn't um, have clocks. They didn't have clocks back then. Yeah, they, they lost track when the sun went down. The dial just <laughs> right. didn't work. And, um, but see, it would make me think. So you're going, going, if you're going back that far before everybody had lights, you know, did they call it and then come back when the sun rose to finish the game? Um, oh 26 inning game would have gone back out for 27th inning they did have to just call it there because it was too dark okay <laughs> and they didn't all right i uh, did it end in a t- must have ended in a tie yeah one to one. Oh my gosh oh, <laughs> at least somebody got a run who imagine oh. if it ended like a no hitter zero zero <laughs> wow uh, okay so where were we going oh yeah so uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. What's the tiebreaker going to be? So the tiebreaker, as I understand it, each team gets to choose three people to come up and hit a home run. Oh, that's sweet. And so the first, and if I understand it, three people come up, three, you know, I don't have to get three swings, nine swings, how many swings. They don't get it. Then somebody else comes up, they get a chance. And then they, I guess they go back and forth until somebody hits one over the fence. And then it's done. Oh, that's but awesome. I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's going to be a simple home run derby where you, yeah, get, you get a pitch. Yeah, each player will get three swings. The team with the highest combined homer total after those three batters. Yeah. Winner of the game. And they've already yeah. picked their batters for each side. Right. Oh, right. that's cool. So who are the do you, do you see it? Who's listed yes. as the batters? So for the American League, it's Ty France, Julio Rodriguez, who actually didn't win the home run derby yesterday, but hit the most home runs in the derby, which I that's sad. Oh, wow. but that, yep, that's yeah. how it works out. So this one just needs to like pop over the fence. It doesn't yeah. have to be far. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Kyle Tucker, American League National League, Pete Alonzo, who won the home run derby two years in a row, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Kyle Schwarber, who was this year's winner mm. of the home run derby. So 
big yeah. big sticks. I, th- I think that that could be fun. I, yeah. I think that's a great idea. Oh, that is cool. It does say play will briefly be paused to allow the grounds crew to reconfigure the field because you got oh, to reconfigure yeah. it. So I, I, they're probably going to bring out a neutral pitcher, mm-hmm. a little, uh, uh, a little, little, little barrier back there. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That little cutout barrier. <laughs> um, yeah. And that, that pitcher is going to be throwing home run hittable balls. Right. Oh, Not I wonder if to... they've, so I wonder if they've picked who will be the pitching. I, I don't see that. Yeah. So who's the, who's the neutral uh, pitcher? Somebody's some, some uh, MLB uh, batting. Maybe it'll trainer. be the, um, maybe it'll be the uh, umpire. That'd be hilarious. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Especially if they can't throw. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, <clears throat> no, that is fun. I like that. Right. Or nine yeah, endings it's done. If it's tied, let's swing off. And I hope it's tied, man. It, it adds a little playfulness yes. to the game. It's like, okay. So, you know, if, if there's a major league, not major league, NBA all-star game. Mm-hmm. All right. And so at the end of the regular play, it's tied. Oh, so yes. what would they do? Because uh, first they've one to, tinkered with us. They have already. Would a it be bit. like a, a shot from half court? Oh, that'd be cool. Or you actually have to go to the other baseline and punt into the. <laughs> <clears throat> or a. um. Yeah, free throw off would be too boring. That's so. that's too boring. No, it'd yeah. have to be something great. Like you have to throw it in from the baseline, <laughs> opposite baseline, on an alley oop to a to a guard. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> the guard's got to pull off the alley oop. That'd be cool. So, something along those lines. Yes. Yeah. Or in uh, the NFL Pro Bowl game is just complete trash. yeah nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares about that one absolute garbage yeah so those i think that's uh, that i think that kind of innovation makes the that baseball game yes just a game well the all-star you know, game itself fun. always has meant something anyway because the winner yep gets the home field advantage in the world series so actually you, right you're and playing that is, for that something. Is a, that is a really cool piece of it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that is awesome. Yeah. And make it um, still kind of mean something. You're playing for something. So it's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. So that's the other piece of good news in the world. Yeah. Okay. What else does we have one anymore? I think we did. Did we? Um, oh, we were going to talk about Stranger Things and the. Uh, oh, Stranger Things. Good yes, news. Stranger Things. Yes. It is filled with good news. Yes, even though the- it's in a rather dark very dreary dark grim there's good news all over though oh yeah even this so spoiler alert to everybody if you haven't watched if you it, haven't seen it it's your fault or okay at this point pause or whatever but we're gonna talk about it it does end very bleak not gonna lie i could see how people look at it and would wonder how is there any good news in fact it was funny I'm re- i've been reading some comments of people who didn't realize there's gonna be a fifth a five and they're like, yeah. what? How did it end like this? They're just standing there looking at this wreckage of a t- of yeah. what happened. And that's the end. And but oh, I mean, yeah. So the wreckage at the ending is, I mean, I, I like that there's two two wreckages. Mm-hmm. I mean, one is their community. Yeah. Right. And the True. other one is um uh Meg. Yeah, uh Max. Max, I'm sorry, yeah, Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and she, she is, she's kind of embodying that wreckage. Yeah. In fact, 
she's even it appears to be brain dead because they can't even connect on a mental level you know with Elle's gifts yeah so it's almost like yeah what's going on is there anything left can can we even recover from this yeah setting it up nicely i think i think yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so so the um i still try to understand a couple of things that i haven't fully grasped okay i mean what is what is the upside down what what is it yeah i i don't know I mean, it's alternate is it reality that always was right. And that's it what I'm broke through or was it created? Yeah. When, yeah. When uh, what's his name? He got shoved into some other plane of existence. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that that. I well, don't know, so maybe think somebody about it. think about it. Maybe a string I, theory person can figure it out. But Right. Well, I was thinking all along, everyone keeps calling 11 L, which is Hebrew for. God the creator, right? Right. And here, you know, possibly by this action, and think about, okay, the Hebrew creation story is way better in regards in, uh, it was set up to be a mirror image of other creation stories, which were all rooted in violence. Right, but right. The, the Babylonian the, story is mm-hmm. just atrocious bloodbath. You're right. You have cut yeah. off a head and the blood and the, that's the moon. And then, the, yeah, and splitting the carcass in two. And that's, yeah, yeah. whereas the Hebrew, it's much more speaking, playful, a dance. Yeah, playful. A, it's yeah. <clears throat> what we would call creative. Yes. But the other stories are, are really not creation stories. They're violent with the consequence being this other reality that's right yeah so although although there are moments in the hebrew scripture that do present it as a a battle a chaotic battle um well see that's where i wonder if the conversation in the hebrew bible is um you know a hebrew story that's saying it's not so much saying you know that babylonian story it's just poppycock it's rather saying that's there there is yeah. this like i wonder like as the spirit's going over the, the face of the deep and that everything is chaos or the tovu vavahu at the very mm-hmm. beginning mm-hmm. that um you know that's um another translation is in the beginning all was a disorganized dump <laughs> wild you know. and waste yeah, yeah, and and that that the Hebrew to, tovu vovahu, which I love those words. It's that yeah. you know, um, but I guess it has to do with this disorganized mess, mm-hmm. which actually sounds like well, yeah, that is the remnant of the Babylonian story. There you go. Ooh. So it's ooh. not so much saying it isn't true, or we've got a different story. It's saying that may be, but this is where Yahweh steps in. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, like and that. so, oh, cool. So, what do you do with a story that has all this turmoil, chaos, violence, mm-hmm. uh, darkness? You know, somebody comes along, not just anyone, Yahweh, uh-huh. and speaks light. Yeah, speaks, speaks, speaks life into it. So here's how the connection to Stranger Things. So we yes. have the creation of perhaps creation L violently assault you know taking it was a violent battle between l 11 and um one and 
pushes through to that side and maybe that's where that's created but also all throughout or or or, or, or is l simply putting one back where one came from came from Ooh, also good good point and then but also so here's this thread that keeps showing up every time um 11 is being coached they keep telling her find this fear find this anger and that will give you this power and it does work but when she has her most power it's when it's a love a loving not a fearful or angry it's actually when she finds a loving memory her mom reaching out to her mike and you know these yeah. all these and when she has that that's when she actually is stronger than the other people using the anger and fear for their power okay so so what is the impulse uh yeah so there, there, there's two different voices then yeah look look, look to the dark side it's mm-hmm. almost going back to star wars or yeah. look to the the force you know of, yeah, right the, the, the um you know, back to the, the the Babylonian story, we've got these two characters at war with each other in so great a great book if you ever want to read. It's called the Enuma Elish. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a Babylonian story, and it's filled with all these uh, gruesome, uh, uh, weird creatures that 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 do battle. But Tiamat is is there and then so is Marduk. And Marduk is still uh this becomes his Babylonian kind of godlike figure who uh has the battle with Tiamat and kind of reigns supreme after that and then turns all of the human creation into slaves to serve you know Marduk. You know it's like Mars- there's no freedom. Stranger things exactly yeah, because he's yeah mind flaying enslaving people and yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. so the, the the goal of that old story is enslaving and we want i, I you know i i think the hebrew story through a lot of ups and downs is a story of liberation yeah i mean when the hebrews finally this. figured out when they're in babylon you know 586 and after when they when they're in babylon they tell a different story they tell a story that says we're going to put the our, our narrative together so that we highlight our primary story as one of liberation being pulled out of slavery. So good. And so, so yeah, there, <laughs> so, so there's, there's a Babylonian creation story or uh, Enuma Elish subtext to uh, our subplot. To I love your things for. That's so good. And then, so yeah, even more. So you got one, essentially enslaving these creatures and monsters and also people. And that's how they're trying to overpower, overwhelm versus you got 11's ragtag group of people coming around her who are flawed and weak and petty and have, you know, romantic twists and turns and all this stuff. And yet somehow together so far resisting, not being forced to be there in fact likely wouldn't have by choice you know or, or what i mean like oh yeah yeah if following their typical you know cliche of who they are the jock yeah the the dopehead metal guy would not be together and yet by choice being together and creating this beloved community yeah, well, you go with the beloved community, and it it and it does include all types. That's one of the things that's fun about this. It picks mm-hmm. up all these different subgroups that you know you'd find in any high school. 
Yeah. Um, especially in the eighties, you know, but <laughs> of course, um, you know, but you, you pull these together and there's still representatives today, you know, and of in whatever sub groups there are in high schools or, you yeah. know, adolescent teen culture. Um, <laughs> and they don't, they don't interact except, you know, one or two interact with these one or two, but that one interacts with another. And it's this really interesting web of networks that actually yes. is pulled together where you actually can pull together opposites who thought they had nothing in common, mm-hmm. but they do find some uh, central thing. And, um, and become heroes. So not only become heroes, but it's uh, the, um, I, I, it's, gosh, I've forgotten the name. What's, what is the character? Uh, oh, rats. <laughs> I should look up the name of the list, the list of the names of the characters so I can remember who I'm talking about. Okay. What's this character like? And I'll tell you. No, the, 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 the kid with the curly hair. Um, oh, Eddie. Or no, Dustin. no, 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 Dustin. Dustin, Dustin. yeah, Dustin. Yeah, Dustin Anderson, yeah. Dust. Dustin is is this easily written off kind of character in some <laughs> ways because he seems like a goof, yeah. Right, but he's also this brilliant kid who puts pieces together in ways that nobody else understands, mm-hmm. and he sees things that others don't. Yep. And he could come off almost as an intellectual egghead because yeah. he knows things about, you know. Um, how to how to use radio equipment and yep. how to communicate and, and Lord of the Rings and yeah, but <laughs> but he, the conversation he has with Eddie's uncle yes shows this side of him that is deeply sensitive, really empathetic, so good, uh, incredibly profound, so good that part yeah. that moment yes and and so, just Eddie, so you posted on facebook uh, uh a picture of a bunch of wadded kleenex <laughs> yeah yes. i don't remember if it was you or if or if, if you're uh, lisa had it was my it, kid yeah. yeah my kids and my i mean i posted it but it was yeah my kids yeah. and my and lisa were just wrecked and the, all throughout but yeah in that moment oh my word yeah they were yeah and but yes yeah absolutely um yeah, Eddie in particular for this so year. So Eddie, and, think of Eddie. Right. What so what 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 theological reflection do you have on Eddie? Well, so Eddie. Uh, it, so first of all, the uh, one thing I didn't like was they followed their every year, every season's uh, cycle of stories, which is new character gets introduced, that character is going to die because we don't want to kill right, yeah. the main people, but. Eddie, well, all of them in a sense and every year are sacrificial type characters, you know what I mean? Like uh, save the the group with their life, basically, you know, by laying down their life. Eddie's one of those. So Eddie's like a a Christ figure, you know, of course, because he's outcast, nothing to look at. In fact, vilified by the community and yet puts, saves, uh, father, forgive them for they know not what they do lays down yeah. his life <laughs> yeah it's i mean that to me that was such a I, I don't even know if the the writers thought you know let's let's create somebody who's explicitly a <laughs> right. christ figure mm-hmm. um but eddie would but, very I mean, well be in some ways it was so um it was such a great retelling yeah. of somebody who actually becomes that christ figure yeah yeah because definitely yeah. he wasn't at the beginning no right? run hide yeah. run hide run hide Run and hide, run and hide. And there was this moment where he goes, it's, I'm not going to run and hide anymore. Nope. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, um, that was, that was where things turned in that story. And you kind of, be, it was easy to begin thinking, 
okay cody said we might need some kleenex so you know is this, <laughs> this, this is, is this the moment yeah yeah it was one of them yeah um yeah so definitely eddie when he when when is it when dustin's explaining who's but <laughs> when did i put it together but you know, here's the character who is the most reviled yep. is the one that saves the town that's right and and the town doesn't even know it. Doesn't yeah. Then that was that was that conversation with that with Dustin the, had with with, so with Eddie's uncle. Yep. And, and the only person who really knows the depth of that um, gift, you know, that sacrifice, is, are the small group of <gasps> renegade kids and uncle going to tell the good news. Nobody else, nobody else would nobody else would believe it. I'm sure. Oh yeah, no way. In fact, as there he's posting missing you know he has to repost every single day missing poster of of eddie yeah. because they deface it the the town does the community they draw, yeah. they draw devil signs you know whatever all over him yeah because they're still buying into this story that he actually may be the very cause of all of this in his satanic cult you know or whatever <laughs> yeah what's it what's the name of the group <laughs> the uh, hellfire the, club the, the hellfire club yeah yeah no yeah well is there anything about that name hmm hmm (laughs) but so so one of the one of the tropes that's used in in literature um you know and it's it's in star wars especially but it's almost the zoroastrian idea of the good uh the light versus the darkness Mm mm-hmm and the thing about if I understand Zoroastrianism well enough, it's an eternal battle. Yeah. There's never a victor. There's That's never right. one that comes out over the other. Um, where the Hebrew tradition and the Christian tradition tell a story of recreation, all things being made new. Yeah. Uh, and have a different, has a different outcome. Yes. Through through the conflict. Right. And so where where does this story go? Is it going to be Zoroastrian? Um, I mean, there isn't it. There's this is the last season coming up, so yeah, I guess we'll find out. Because I mean, it, Star Wars, because, especially because of all its 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 spinoffs, it just carries the light versus the dark that's back right. and forth. Continue. That's right. It's uh, and, and and I and I suppose it will never end. May never because it end. makes too much money. If that's they right. ended it, it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we got to go get a job. Ah. You know, so. Well, this one, uh, okay, let's talk about, let's offer predictions. What do you think is going to happen? Season five, series in, in season. Um, Kate Bush is going to come on the show. <laughs> okay. She's going to run up a hill. <laughs> oh, my word. Trade places um, with? No, but there's, <laughs> there's I, I think, I don't know how that piece fits in. Yeah. To the season five, but there's going to be a way to communicate with Max. Yep. Um, in some kind of what do you want to say? Sub more than subconscious. Because the thing about music, how it connects with people, it's it brings back oh, memories, yeah. it bring it, it triggers imagination, it it puts you back in a place. Yeah. Um gosh, when I heard I love that song. And when I heard that song and uh the Kate Bush song, it's like, wow, all of a sudden I was I was back in the mid 80s you know i remember you know being in philly hearing this song you know it's like wow it it takes you places right 
So there's going to be a way to get Max to transport, you know, uh, whether it's music or something that's going to get in there. And L's going to do it. L's going to be part of that. Yep. And then do the two of them now have superpowers, something that Max has in the, um, I, I in, the, think... in the in the upside down that she doesn't have in the right side up. Oh yeah, I do think there's got to be definitely a connection there because they've been they spent two season two three and now four really developing yeah. a connection between those two Max and yeah deep and deep yeah, yeah 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 so yeah definitely got to be and that there. connection was one of the things that saved L. That's right. In this one is remembering mm-hmm. all those times. Mm-hmm. So here's the other one that would be fun to do is, is though it sounds harsh, my goodness, I, I should not say it so harshly, but let her die. Right. And is there a way to throw in a Christus Victor? That's right. That death is not the end. That's right. It's what, what could happen is the, oh. that death itself is vanquished. Oh, I love it. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be amazing. So like, so, and it could, and it's uh, not like some magical, you know, rewrite. Oh, it was just a dream. They didn't really die. Blah, blah, blah. You <laughs> there know, are but... some, my kids have a prediction that um, their theory is we're going to go back to the very beginning, sitting around the table playing D and D. And this whole thing has been a D and D campaign. <laughs> that's there i'm like yeah, no I, that'd be horrible that would be such a terrible letdown <laughs> yeah i i don't know i i, I do kind of hope there is some kind of christus victor thing that doesn't yeah. seem uh too fake right you know because you don't want people popping up from the dead you know it just seems unreal yeah but then wait we <laughs> bought into all this other part of the story why not one more you know hard to believe piece yep Yep, yep, yep. Um, and sacrifice. Oh, yeah. Okay. What was I had read something um, uh, hypothesizing in season five that Eddie does come back. I've heard yes in some form. How? Like, yep. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not sure. Right. And then, and I thought it might have something to do with time, because. Yeah, we haven't really explored that yet. And yet, the underside is hinted well, at. See, the thing is, it, it, the, the, those times are in sync. Yeah, you know yeah. the, you know the, the the chimes, the bell, the the lights, the mm-hmm. the hearing the footsteps. You know, it's just all these things are going on in the same timeline. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> all right, we've dis- we've discovered nothing <laughs> but some Hebrew themes on creation. Love it. Some some uh, beloved community Christ character. Beloved yeah, Christ community. Beloved community. Yeah. Yes. And we're hoping so for some Christus Victor. Yes. We need to so talk to I, the Duffer brothers. I have not done any preaching uh, illustrations on Stranger Things. Me neither. <laughs> so. But you could. Yeah, but I probably won't. No. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, you know, if 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 it were going on, uh, if the show was going on, I'm sure it would flow into uh, this next fall. Yeah, when I'll have a face-to-face class, and we'll be te- I'll be teaching philosophical ethics, and it's like, oh hey, Jay, I'll watch Stranger Things, and then I'd throw that into the classroom discussion. But yeah, yeah, yep. I'm not sure how, but I'm sure I'd throw something in there. Do it. Yeah. Oh man, oh, that's good. All though. right, like it so far. All right. What if? So, oh man, what if? And somehow, in whatever ends up happening, there's a L's power not to destroy 
number one, but to re redeem, redeem him, restore him. Re. Yeah. Oof. I don't know. I think that sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> well, 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 we talked some good news all the whole time. I like it. So we, we do have, I do have one more thing that I want us to discuss. Let's talk it. Let's bring it. Because we need to start planning ahead. Okay. For when, when's your, when, when can you take a three month sabbatical? How far away? <laughs> Boy, I don't know. I was How about hoping... a one month sabbatical? Yeah. Uh, it all, it honestly, it all depends on what I have to saddle Lisa with as far as kids. Oh no, she. And... No, no, they, they, they are included in your sabbatical. Oh, plans. okay. All right. So, uh, and, off, and the dog, if necessary, so off from school then. So it would have to be next yeah, it'd summer. Be in the summer. It'd be <laughs> next summer. Next yeah. summer is the hope. Okay. Yeah. I okay. Can do that. So yeah, let's plan. You, yeah. you, you, you posed a question a couple of weeks ago. Yes. It was a, it was a, you, you had a photo, an image of this beautiful ballpark. Oh my word. Yes. You remember that? Do you yes. remember where, where was that image? It was um in I, I want to say it's in like West Virginia or something like that. It's but it, a but it small had this it college had this field of stadium. dreams kind yeah. of uh, yeah. uh, aura about it. Oh yes. And, oh, this would be so cool. And 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 what did how did you phrase it? Wouldn't it be uh, a good idea? Yeah, well, here I'll find it. Let's see. I remember if it was in a chat or I think so. Let's see. I'm scrolling up. I'll find it. Here we go. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Idea to go with our traveling podcast idea. What if we incorporated visits to beautiful baseball parks, not major league ones, but like this. And I showed you this picture of the set in these fall, you know, tree. Oh my word. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then we showed a few more that we thought were would be amazing to go see of course the actual field of dreams would be amazing yes yeah write up a grant application with the lily endowment let's do it oh and i said yeah one we'd have to we could consider including five stadiums that are still home were the original homes of the negro league teams five still five left yep so next summer oh man we have our denominational meetings in Kansas City, which has the Negro Leagues Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Yes. Um, so we'd meet there, begin there, mm-hmm. and then include those stadiums and some others and awesome. spend the month. Um, your kids, Carla and me. Renting a 48 foot, you know, yeah, motorhome. heck yeah. So, we need to write a budget for that, yes, and then line oh. up podcast guests in each community, yes, to pursue that dream that we still are a united, yeah, community. I love it. Know? Oh my gosh, yes, okay. I love so, this idea. I think, I think. Those are just incredible pictures, and it just like speaks like that's what baseball's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, this place for communities to gather, and yeah, especially when you get away from the major leagues, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, it becomes affordable. Families can go. Yeah. Um, oh, so. okay. Yes. All right. So thanks for reminding me about that. Yeah. So we need to dig up what a half a million bucks. <laughs> I mean, because the RV itself costs about a quarter yeah. million. 
So okay, let's okay. Lily <laughs> Endowment Community. Ed, Ed, if if anybody wants to just loan us a forty-eight footer, ooh, you know, it's got to have a it's got to have a dish for uh, you know connecting <laughs> satellite to uh, internet. Yeah, we'd have to be able to you know uh, broadcast podcast. Yep, yep, so. yep. yep. Oh, and watch and watch Netflix because Stranger Things might be out next. Oh, summer, heck so. yeah! <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Okay, all right. So I love it. Got to keep idea. keep that on the burner. Yes. Okay, but don't let it boil over or go. Yeah. <laughs> One, there's uh, keep it steady. Add keep it steady. Yeah. Okay. All right. Signing off. Sayonara. Peace, brother. Peace my friend and yeah okay do we have a guest next week i don't know i can't remember not not yet not yet okay. i need to uh continue having a conversation with one in particular um because we're missing each other and so we'll get it put together in okay. fact next week if we do we probably wouldn't have a guest unless you pull the pull it together because i will probably be in a car oh okay okay um next week is the um United States track and field junior Olympics, uh, Ooh. national championships. And so oh, I'll be yeah. heading out to Sacramento for that with, um, some of our, some of our athletes and oh man, enjoying the beauty of, um, Sacramento. <laughs> I've never been there. So I hope it is a nice place. Actually. I don't know. Probably parts are the parts I've been in. Eh. It's at, it's at, it's at, it's at a university. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they have nice stuff for campus. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> California has no money for education. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right. All right. Till next time. Till we'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know where. Don't know when. Don't know when. <laughs> da, 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 but I know we'll meet again some sunny day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we got that in there. All right. All right. Thanks for joining Cody Stoffer and me, Craig Morton, for this podcast. We simply try to record and upload without much editing. What you get is live conversation with all its ignorance and insight, wisdom and foolishness, sometimes more of one than the other, and occasionally profound things will be said, but entirely by accident. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at the All That's Holy Blue Collar Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so leave a comment. And look for upcoming Facebook Live podcasts where you can interact with our guests. Also, we can be found on Twitter as at All That's Holy. Our intro and outro music is by At The Speed of Darkness. Support At The Speed of Darkness on Bandcamp and buy his music there. As well as follow him on Instagram at At The Speed of Darkness. 